Well, it's time for the Monday edition of Sports Today here on Joy News. My name is Nathaniel Atta, and we've got interesting headlines to share with you with some analysis as well because of the activity from the weekend. Over the next 30 minutes, we're bringing you exactly that. And remember, you can also follow us on Channel 421 on DSTV. Let's get into our big headlines now. And Black Stars are uh, just uh, one flip away from qualifying for the Africa Cup of Nations, but missed out on qualifying earlier. Uh, for the tournament and will tell you what the dynamics are looking like and what the risk is also looking like. Also, Dreams FC defeated King Faisal Tuna to lift their first ever FA Cup trophy. They, by this achievement, have set up a date with league champions Midyama SC. Of course, that will be for the Super Cup. And we will take you to Spain, where there's a lot of excitement after Spain beat Croatia on penalties to win the UEFA Nations League. All these interesting stories with some analysis as well are here on Sports Today. Thank you very much for joining us. have missed out on a big opportunity to qualify early ahead of time after a goal has drawn game with Madagascar. Now this has also opened up opportunities for Angola and the Central African Republic in the group. We'll go for the highlights and then we can do some analysis. It's not a bad effort. It's a strong hand in it from the Koto Hasimbolo as well. I thought he was going to tip it over the crossbar, but he just stuck out the right hand. It's a very strong right hand as well. Yeah. They got away with it because any second ball for Ghana yeah. would have uh, beckoned the empty net. They're going to be offside as the referees, uh, assistant referees, flag stay down. It does. Andrea Mahit Sonoro pulls it wide. Good effort there, pulled it wide. I thought he could have uh, tried to go ahead of uh, the defender there. Space at the back post. Still an opportunity for the Madagascans. Abdallah getting in the way. They'll have another corner and they'll have to settle for that. But there was a really good chance from the left-sided fullback, Rabari Juwana. Still looking for his 14th goal of his international career. It's not going to happen from that free kick either. Stop and turn from Salis Samed. First touch for Kudus. He's playing a, more of a, a central attacking midfield role. And look at the space he's been given. Well, that's more of what we should have been seeing. Them taking shots from distance. Haven't really tried the keeper there. We see a good shot being taken from distance. Kudus. Long range effort, or oh, needed saving by Atizigi. That's a beautiful free kick. A very difficult one, just uh, bouncing in front of Atizigi there. Did ever so well. Keeps it low, just bounces in front of the keeper. 
Had to be saved off Amada. Amada now with the free kick. There's a header saved by Altizigi. And Madagascar are asking the questions. And I must say that uh, Tantli Randianiana, the 34-year-old from Knaps who came on for his 30th cap, is proving to be something of a threat alongside of Amada and Abdallah. Kapozo, oh, there's a little bit of space available here for Usman Bukhari. He's not going to get anything out of that though. And uh, one has to take the hat off here for the debutante. Dakota Hasimbola with the final gesture, maybe the final opportunity. Ghana goes low and flat. The head is away from the danger zone. Scudding shot from Pate, saved by Dakota Hasimbola. And his clean sheet looms ever larger. The, the game is, um, um, as always, every game, there, there are no easy cases, none. Um, we have uh, a lot of possession, a lot of possession of the ball even, even in the first half. And um, to, to, change, to change the momentum of the game, um, we needed to score, because the longer the game goes when you don't score, you give uh, Madagascar encouragement. They are playing in front of their home supporters, which are cheering them on, and, um, and they grow a confidence. So we, we needed, at, at any stage of the game, we needed to score, to um, change the, the feeling of the game. We had a lot of possession, but we didn't create enough clear chances um, and unless you are able to do this um, it's, it's very difficult to, to win games uh, yes we're very disappointed we, we, we came with a, a, an attitude and a mindset to win um, but you know to win a football match any football match you need to score goals and we found it difficult today it's, you know, the, the pitch is difficult it's a, it's a very uneven pitch, but it's the same for both teams. And um, we needed to be more forceful in, in areas to, to, to create more opportunities to score. So, so the, fact, the fact that we, we didn't score is, is uh, the most disappointing thing. The Black Stars struggled to uh, ensure victory away against Madagascar. Uh, Angola overcame Central African Republic by two goals to one to close the gap. Well, uh, let's get a fair idea of how it all went. All right, so we'll bring you that later on. But right now, let's just quickly take you through what's uh, happening on the table. Uh, so as a result of uh, the round of matches yesterday, the Black Stars now have nine points. And they're followed by um, Angola, who have eight points. And that's the situation now, uh, one point uh, difference. Now, the Central African Republic have seven. And Madagascar have two out of uh, five games played. Now, this is the situation um, in uh, the instance where Ghana loses the next game against Central African Republic, they get 10 points, and that will go ahead of Ghana. And if Angola should win against Madagascar, obviously they're going to have 11 points, and that will rule Ghana out of the situation. Now, should Ghana ensure the minimum of a draw in the next game against CAR, 
then qualification will be assured. So it's a bit of a tricky uh, you know, situation for the Black Stars uh, as we speak. Let's now uh, quickly get on Zoom and have a conversation with Coach uh, Osman Seydou. Coach Osman Seydou is a CAF license ACO, also a uh, vice chairman. He's a vice chairman of the Greater Accra Coaches Association, a seasoned football uh, pundit and also a scout as well. Uh, Coach, thank you so much for joining us on the show. Good to have you. Um, yeah, can you please unmute? Please unmute. Yeah, very well. Can you hear me? Yeah, but I can hear you. Very well, great. I can hear you as well. Coach, um, every, every Black Stars uh, fan was expecting that the Black Stars could bury it. But just as recent days of football, or modern football has it, Madagascar came to the party and they actually put the Black Stars on edge on a couple of occasions. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Nats, I, I, I think every football loving fan yesterday um, would have wished that Ghana would have uh, won the match to qualify just like Nigeria and some other African giants. But unfortunately, we did not qualify. Hey, we are still on course and we, we have a better chance of qualifying than uh, not qualifying. So, we're looking at um, three situations. The first one is when we play. Before we draw, we qualify. When we win, we qualify. When we even lose, if we have the opportunity of qualifying depending on other results. And that's not where we really would like to, to, to get ourselves um, so far as football is concerned. Mm. Now, um, are, we, are we improving? I mean, you've been observing the Black Stars bit by bit as we go along. Do you see a team that is gradually growing and, and gradually push, pushing itself out of that or getting itself away from that tag of a team in, in, um, in a certain process of rebuilding? Matt, I, I want to say that if care is not taken, we would start managing black stars like the way Akra had to focus on Can you explain that to me? I will do that in terms of trophy and impact. So we started this tournament in, in we joined this top tournament in 1963, correct me if I'm wrong. We yeah. won our first trophy in 1963. Yes. Our first appeal in 1963. We won our last trophy in 1982. Now, if you look at the first year that we joined to date, we are about 60 years in this tournament. And we have only four trophies to post up. Now, if you do the calculation, you realize that we, we take a trophy after every 15 good years. If you look in Italy from 1963, we've been um, in FIFA ranking, we were at 60 in April, somewhere in April. Um, we dropped by two points. The highest we could ever got in the FIFA ranking was in 14, was 14 in 207 and 208. Now, my question if we continue doing what we always do, we'll continue getting the same results. I strongly believe that you do not expect a team that was assembled two, three days to go and play better. Just like that. It doesn't happen in football. Then you are talking about luck. What we have failed to do over, over these years is the fact that we will fail to be consistent. And that is the problem of regard to folk and they are yearning for results, eagerly for results. What happens is that at the end of the day, if you fail to have patience to develop a team, at the end of the day, you will not get your results 
and you will not also be playing well. But if you sacrifice some of these few lunches and plan well, get their cohesion, get their psychological readiness, get them ready to win trophies. Trust me, you can go as far as even the walk. We are at a critical stage in our football history in Ghana. And that stage demands that there should be a lot of paychecks because look, we have the talent. If you want to go player by player, Ghana will be ranked one of the highest in Africa. What we do not have is that we don't have the patience to allow the technical men and the Ghana Association to organize and organize well. These are players that we started playing with them. Give them some time. Give them encouragement. If you do not do this and you put pressure on them, they will put pressure on the coach. And at the end of the day, we will go back to special. We would qualify anyway. That one I can assure you. But what I want Ghanaians to do is to not to be not to be quick in chastising, not to be quick in looking out for faults, not to be quick. We should, we should do a critical situation analysis and have a developmental plan. That in the next eight years we want to get to semi-finals of the World Cup. And if we do want to do that, it takes consistency, it takes dedication, it takes sacrifice. You don't get results in every single match you play. It doesn't happen. Now, um, th- there's a lot of talk about how, you know, sometimes even the media doesn't focus on the strength of our opponents. Madagascar came out looking pretty good, considering the fact that they're the team who, were, who could easily be described as, uh, you know, as the whipping boys. Um, you've, you've said a lot about how we should have patience. So my question is, what if we don't qualify? That would be a big deal. All right, coach. Uh, so, um, a bit of uh, a break there. So, we'll just uh, continue to bring uh, you some more analysis once we're able to uh, get uh, the contact. Okay, so uh, there we go. All right, coach, I was just asking, I mean, so what if we do not qualify for this competition? Because we saw that during the 2003-2004 period. It was, it was a tough one. Yeah, I think we're going to qualify for this competition. And after a long years of waiting, if we do our things well, Ghana will be getting the first trophy. Mm. We, we would qualify for the next, next competition. And I repeat again, if we do our things well, after long years of waiting, we would qualify for, we would win the trophy for the first time after long years of waiting. But I want to reiterate the fact that we need to have a lot of patience and have a strategic plan, maybe 10 years, 11 years, like when Kofi did I so we have what it takes to win the African Cup. What we don't have is we don't have the right mindset for supporting the team. We don't have the right mindset for having a lot of patience. We don't have the right mindset for having a lot of, I mean, um, room to accept mistakes and move on. We always want to win. And for how many years now? Over 30 years that we've not won. And we are still yearning to win. Why don't we draw back? and say, look, this and this and this is what we need to do, and we are able to win the trophy. We started very good. We started with consistency. We, 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 we got the coaches to, to work together, and after Otuado, we brought the same coaches back.
Akkor csak az... Can you kindly unmute? Yes. Hello. Yeah, I can hear you. Yeah, please go ahead. At the end of the day, we see how best we can all get together and harness that sacrifice, that dedication, that I mean, readiness that we have as, as a country to win the trophy. But if we do not, like we'll be on this same uh, media talking about the fact that we have failed again in the next African Cup of Nations. I strongly believe that as a nation, we are losing it as one of the one of the uh, best ranked football nations in Africa. And our problem is not because we don't have the talent. We are even now identifying more talent than we used to do. Look at Kobus. Look at Look at Kobus. Look at Nyoma. Look at Ashley. Look at... We could mention a lot of them. We are rather identifying a lot of talent now. So I think we are even in the best position. What we need is to look at off the pitch arrangements. How are we supporting the black stars? How are we acknowledging them? How are we consistently being consistent on a particular um, in terms of player selection, in terms of and then how do we also think about the the um, how do you call it what's the word? Succession plan. Because this crop of players will move away. When they move away, how do we think about the succession plan? Now, that's, that are things that I feel to do. And that has brought us here. And I strongly believe that all of us are going to play. Let's have patience for them. Let's criticize when we need to criticize with possible suggestions. We do not just go criticize for criticizing sake. I think we are in the right direction. All we need is patience. Patience and consistency. Very well. Coach, thank you so much for your time. We're grateful for uh, the analysis here. There sure is a lot to discuss, especially as we look ahead to the last round of matches in the Africa Cup of Nations qualifiers for Côte d'Ivoire 2024. Well, let's uh, do some uh, domestic action here. And at the weekend, it was Dreams FC who lived a great moment of glory in their history as a club after defeating King Faisal to lift the MTN FA Cup uh, trophy. Well, uh, we'll do some highlights. And afterwards, we'll also listen, coach, listen to Coach Gordon Ablode, who has been talking about this win and... Um, how it sure will push them to deliver on the African continent when they play in the Confederation Cup. Ali will save. In the meantime, Kim Faisal have a player down. Good movement from Jims FC. Yes, Abdulaziz, can it be the opening goal? And Jims FC jumps into the lead here. In Abrakasi, Abdulaziz Issa breaks the deadlock. 18 minute mark of the game. How they began it. That was a good point from AJ Nimbuatin. Movement from Abdulaziz. Babaya didn't want to commit himself. He shot with his left foot. Keeper had no answer to it. There's a good goal from the young star. Beautiful goal. Dreams one. Can fight. Here is Joseph Edu to his goalkeeper, but it's a poor clearance from Jabal. He's gifted a Jenny Boatin with a chance, and he's due to an opportunity. Go for the chair here, he cuts it back, and Sadiq scores a second for Jim FC. They've doubled their lead, and Jim FC are tuning up. Sadiq Al-Hassan climbs off the bench to score the second for Jim FC. 
72 minutes and dreams have a two-goal lead here. Our champions of the MTN FA Cup, it's over here. And the Dr. Kamiche Sports Complex in Abraham Kessin, for the very first time in their history, dreams have won the FA Cup. With a presenting the trophy to the captain of Dreams FC, the excitement is on. They're not done yet. They're not done yet. Ladies and gentlemen, please, the champions, Dreams! Ah, it is football, it's, and it happens. We played our hearts out, and Dreams FC were the better side today, they won. Take this opportunity to congratulate my senior legend coach Zito for winning today's FA Cup match. I give I congratulate him for this win. Do you feel like you could have won this one if your guys have been a bit serious about this game? Yeah, you took the match very seriously, but unfortunately for us, at the end of 19 minutes, we lost by two goals in the field. We need to set our defeat and move on. Where does this team go from here? Out from the Premier League, lost MTN FA Cup finals. The Africa for us, uh, we, we, we lost the Africa on Tuesday, but we are hoping that we get our maximum points from the protest so that we stay in the Premier League. This is what we are waiting for now. Better luck next time. Thank you. That's Gordon Ablode. Hi, coach. Congratulations. Thank you very much. How do you feel? Tell me how you feel now. I feel extremely high. I'm, I'm the first coach to win this cup twice with Asante Kotoko as a player. And today, I've won the cup as a coach. So I'm very, very happy. How difficult has the journey been for you? Well, uh, there's no uh, achievement without uh, hard work. It was so difficult, but we're, we're focused, especially when we find ourselves at the bottom of the league. So it made the work so tedious for me. But I tried to separate it. I tried to concentrate on the league. After placing six, which is a record for the club, we now come back to focus on the champion. And today, we are, I thank God that we were able to win. Are you going to be worthy representatives of Ghana when you go to Africa? The question is, will you even go to Africa? Inshallah, we will go. Will you be worthy representatives? Yes. We have the African Cup before. And now, as a coach, I know what it takes to bring the club into what do you call it? Into that uh, tournament. So we'll go. Well, Abdul Karim Zito there. Let's throw a focus on the women's FA Cup as well because Ampim Dakwa ladies have made it a double after victory over police ladies to win their women's FA Cup. Very important. This is being holding on about three players. Police ladies on their side. They see a guardians of most strong
this is how it all started from Comfort Yabua, raise their head and run. It was a bloodless situation. Referee insisted that it should be retaken and just when it was done, it was swung in and that direct header for Maryam Ponsa, she set a very nice finisher. Sewa Aponsa Ophelia, the goal scorer, turns a sister to give up and Dakwa ladies the lead for the first time in this game. So it's 2 1. for 2022-2023 season. They get to celebrate before their fans travel this distance in order to support them. And they get to celebrate on the same path and the same soil that they won the Women's Premier League. Champions of Women's FA Cup. So that also sends, uh, you know, Ampe Brakwa ladies into the CAF Women's Champions League. We'll see how all of that goes for them. Let's just wrap it up with the UEFA Nations League where Spain beat Croatia on penalties to lift the trophy. On paper, is all for Croatia. Is that how it plays out in Rotterdam right now as Nikola Vlasic will lead us off and buries it? Osilu, 33 years of age. And he nails it. Taking the second kick into the bottom corner. I just didn't even look phased walking up to it. Just so nonchalant. And his penalty save two years ago at the Euros has not taken an attempt in a shootout since. And that one is true. Well, he went with the short run-up. He's never missed in a shootout in his entire life. That one is right in down the middle. Goodness. And it's Mikel Marino who steps up now. Just a few days shy of his 27th birthday. Just his 15th ever appearance for Spain. And off the hesitation to send Lavakovic one way, Marino puts it the other. I wouldn't say he was the most confident and the cleanest throughout the game. This is going to be an interesting one here. Made his penalty attempt in the win over Brazil in the World Cup in the fall. There it is, and he's behind clearly, you can see the line, it ends up being a kick save, so he's actually gone all the way. What a great save, but a bad penalty from Lovro Meyer. <laughs> Into the roof of the net, and Spain now are on the verge of victory. It's one penalty away. Lovakovic goes the right way, but again, when you're putting it at that height and the keeper's going down low to his left, you have no chance. And it's Ivan Perisic who has to make this kick to keep Croatia alive. 
and he does. But Spain can still win it by making their next penalty. But the 29-year-old can win the UEFA Nations League final with this kick. Twelve yards away seems easy, right? Now with that amount of pressure and what is at stake, and you saw that there, Amrik Laporte, he's leaning back, he tries to go down the middle. Jose Lu can't believe it, it's off the crossbar. Croatia rejoicing, because they're still alive. Does not have a particularly significant history in penalty attempts, that's why he's taking sixth. He's behind the line. Advantage swinging right back to Spain. Same situation we were just in. What a save though. Across his body. Fingertips on Pekovic to put that one wide. And it's Danny Carvajal, 31 years of age. One career penalty attempt which he made three and a half years ago in the Spanish Super Cup. This kick is to win the UEFA Nations League for Spain. And the Panenka gives the trophy to Spain. Big lessons to learn from the penalty shootout, isn't it? But of course, Croatia keep fighting and fighting and uh, their place in world football surely is one of strength because they have uh, always come to the party in the last couple of years. That's how we wrap it up. Thank you so much for watching. Later this evening, we'll bring you the major bulletin at 8.30. And also, um, click on the sports page of my journal. I'll be back tomorrow with another sports today. My name is Nathaniel Latto, and I have love for sport.